Hold on, folks, Vic Hardy warned as he throttled up the sleek speedboat. It shot forward at an alarming pace. Hold on! Billy, his eyes glued to the dock where his guardian hid, announced, Uncle Jim is still flashing the red light on and off! Don't worry, the dashing scientist assured the young boy. We'll be at Tugger's Boathouse in a few seconds. Then you and Jack and I will go back to my place and find out what this is all about. Stay down, Billy, warned Jack. You too, Betty. And hold on, added Vic Hardy, because we're going to make a sharp turn. If the tension had not been so high in the marvelous little boat, its passengers would have been astonished at the ease at which the dolphin spun about. It shot toward the boathouse of Vic Hardy's neighbor with alarming speed, then, with a reverse of the nozzles on the underside of the hull, slowed and glided into the slip. It hit the wooden dock with a thump that threw everyone forward, but no one was hurt. All right, Jack, come on, announced Vic Hardy. You too, Billy, but stay close to me. You don't have to worry, the young boy assured the older man. Nobody wanted to find Uncle Jim more than Billy. Vic led the way across the gravel drive, the boys following. They passed an ancient-looking automobile that must have been at least ten years old, pre-war. It looked as though it had not been driven in that long. Gee, I wish I had a flashlight, complained Billy Fairfield, narrowly missing, bumping into the old car. What do you intend to do, Vic? asked Jack Armstrong. I have a way of getting into my laboratory without going into the main entrance, the dashing scientist said easily. Jack should have known that his friend would have such a way, for he was a brilliant man. A secret entrance, huh? gushed Billy, excited by the thought of it. I'm glad Betty isn't along. She'd be scared to death, he grinned to himself in the dark. What are you talking about, Billy? Jack said defensively. Betty's got plenty of nerve. Miss Ryan will take good care of Betty. Vic Hardy assured the boys. They'll drive into Terrytown in Tugger's car. Boy, oh boy, Billy Fairfield laughed. Will that old jalopy go that far? It isn't very far, Billy, Vic reminded the boy. Jack, I suppose you wonder what this is all about, don't you? Well, to tell you the truth, Vic, I am mystified, admitted the dark-haired young man. Why is Dr. Romago trailing you? Because of the secret of U-77. What is that? Billy asked, puzzled. I don't know exactly, the dashing scientist confessed, but I intend to find out. I'll tell you the whole story as soon as we make sure your uncle is all right. Suddenly a cold gust came in off the river. Better turn your collars up. The wind is pretty sharp. We left in such a hurry I didn't have time to put on my overcoat, explained Billy guilelessly. Hey, what if those guys discover our coats down there? If they're the same men who chased us, they'll all know we're down here, Jack pointed out. Billy didn't reply, merely grunting his acknowledgment of this fact. Hold it a second, fellas, Vic said as they approached the boathouse. A dock jutted out into the river. We have to climb up on this dock. Over here, the ladder. Now let's be quiet about it, the scientist said as he began climbing. We're quite close to my place. Jack, next in line, started up the rickety-looking ladder. This old ladder doesn't look as though it would hold both of us. After testing it, he decided. I guess it's safe. Come on, Billy. I'm right behind you, Jack, Billy said as he followed the older boy up the ladder. Vic Hardy led the way to the dock, his footsteps making shallow, hollow noises as he went. Now stay close to me, he whispered to the two boys, and make as little noise as possible. We go to the end of the dock, climb down a ladder, come back under the dock, where we'll find a door. Come on. The three moved as quietly as they could in the dark, guided by what little starlight filtered through the fog. Young Billy couldn't help but worry about his uncle. He whispered, You've got a gun, haven't you, Jack? Yes, Jack hissed back. 
Vic glanced back at the boys over his shoulder. We don't use it unless it's absolutely necessary. A shot at this time of night would wake up this whole neighborhood. Now, we better not talk any more until I tell you it's safe, he reminded his young charges. Coming to a ladder, Vic Hardy started down it. He did not need to tell the boys to follow. They would have followed him anywhere, even if Uncle Jim Fairfield's safety hadn't been the impetus. They were as nearly devoted to the dashing young scientist as they were Colonel Fairfield. On the other side of the dock, Vic located the desired door. This took a bit of doing, it being pitch black under the wooden structure. The two boys heard the scientist feel around in the dark, then the jingle of keys as he withdrew them from his pocket. Metal scraped against metal as the key slid into the lock. Then the door creaked open. Vic Hardy, standing in the secret doorway, felt something brush him.